Ladies and gentlemen, I could not, would not on a boat, for this is a Fred the Iron Productions podcast. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Finished. Finished. Dark. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello, lady. <laughs> yes, Jerry Lewis. It's Jerry Lewis on <laughs> a podcast called Friend. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Kendall Richardson, and I'm a Philip Hunting. <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome to a podcast called Fred. Fred. Very nice. Yay! Very beautiful. That. Nice. Podcast called Fred. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great. It's been Phil. good. It's been a good week. Good. Been a good week. Tell us about yes. it. Um. Been uh, job hunting just recently, uh-huh. so of course I've got no feedback. <laughs> never, <laughs> Sorry, do, never, never do, never do, never do, never do. But I did do one, interestingly enough, for the Council Council of Victoria, and there, um, you know, the KSI, the the, the key or KIS or whatever it's called, the the, the key selection criteria, K. Uh, It'd be KSC, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, KSI Key Selection Indicator. Indica- oh, okay. Uh, anyway, point is, um, this is really interesting because it goes to the business, business, personal, business, personal, business, personal, personal, personal. Um, well, it's how I interpreted it, it anyway. And yeah, it was just really fascinating process. I've never had to do a KSI like that before. Interesting. So, yeah. Cool. Um, other than that, um, I was at a mate's... Uh, 31st or 21st, um, uh, 10th anniversary. anniversary. I love that. And, um, yeah, it was a really good time, although it did confirm to me that I am not a clubber. We went to, uh, went to one place for, I think it's called the Father's, my Father's Office. Father's Father's Office, office, yeah. It's on Swanson Street. That was actually, you know what? I am going to give it a review right now. Oh, please. I I will actually. Always wanted to go there. Say about two stars, two out of five. Ooh, that's a harsh uh, review. So the atmosphere itself, really nice, really fun, lively, good music. Cool. But mm. the drinks system, I've never seen it anywhere else, and I'm sure someone will be able to turn around and say, "Oh yeah, they use that all the time." It's essentially like a restaurant in the sense that you go to the bar, you order your drinks. And then they give you a number. And that number, the waiter's meant to come around. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you now, there were five drinks that were misordered um, or didn't oh, arrive. Oh, really? Yep. Um, That's disappointing. And the waiters had no idea what was happening. Um, there was a point where we ordered X amount of drinks and, like, say, for example... Five drinks, four came out. You go to the bar to ask, hey, what's the go? And they give you some cock and bull story about, oh, we didn't pay for uh, that drink. Or we didn't actually put it through. That's our mistake. And you sit there and go, yeah, but I want my drink. I paid for my drink. Or even if I think at one point there was one that didn't. It was just so shambolic. No one knew what was going on. And officially, I'm sure this isn't happening. Unofficially, 
I'm pretty sure they're doing it to try to uh, get an extra buck or two out of uh, drunk patrons. Yeah, because knows? the amount of times, even when we hadn't had many drinks, you'd get your number, you'd put it down, and there's three other numbers on your table because you're out with mates, and everyone gets a new number. You forget which is yours. Mm. Um, it was just absolutely ridiculous. I reckon. Uh, yeah, I reckon by my count, I missed out on at least two drinks that I'd paid for. Either someone else nicked it as a thinking it was theirs, or... <laughs> um, and it was just absolutely shocking. Mm. Um, uh, on top of that, the typical, you know, uh, club watered down the drinks. You could tell they were watered down. Oh, yes, yeah, just sat there no. and you go... You know, I've, I've never had a, uh, you know... Uh, uh, a vodka-based drink that um, it was actually uh, uh, rehydrating me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so, God. Look, get, uh, as it is, but I will give it a few positives. As I said, really good atmosphere. Other than watered down, the drinks did taste lovely. Great, that's good. Um, really good tasting cocktails. Just don't expect to um, get any buzz out of them, and really nice food. Sadly, it's one of the case of the food was good, but the service was lousy. Lame. That sucks. Um, it does. It does. I will say, however, though, Kirsten and I did go about a week before. Um, we were just sort of hunting the, uh, the area. I thought, oh, well, you know, we're going to here for um, the party. We'll see what Check the food. it out. Check it out. When we went then, I would have given it maybe a three to four out of five. Oh, interesting. Um, again, because we've gone for dinner. Instead of... It was a sit-down, as a proper sort of thing. Yeah. It was, you know, the food came out. Again, I felt the, the, the service was lacklustre. The, you know, the guy who sort of was walking around, you could tell, didn't want to be there. Thought he was better than everyone else. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> but you can sort of look past that when you... Yeah. You know, if the food's good, the drink's good, you, you can easily you can, look past Of that. course, of you course. You go, okay, someone's having a lousy day, or yeah, someone's up themselves. Yeah, yeah. But when you were getting that... Plus, Plus everything else. Everything else. Yeah. It was shocking. That sucks. Yeah. Bugger. How was your week? Bugger, 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 <laughs> bugger, bugger. Um, my week has been very busy. I'm happy to say. Uh, it's been a good week. Um, stuff to talk about in terms of quickie reviews nice, later on. Nice. Stuff to talk about in terms of uh, collectible chaos nice, later on. Nice, nice. Um, but most recently, um, I spent a day with two of my favorite people on the planet, uh, and we went to lunch and, uh, back to back podcast recordings and then comedian podcast recordings and then dinner followed by, uh, live up comedy in the city. Um, freaking awesome. So we saw, um, a live recording of the Ash Williams show mm-hmm. and uh, Team Effort podcasts. Nice, um, nice. Ash Williams, Ed Cavalier, Tony Martin, Lucky Hume um, in Team Effort. And then nice. the, and the other one was uh, in Ash Williams one. It was this, they were doing this debate because Ash had apparently, I don't know if it's a real story, if it's just <laughs> for the, the, the gag, but um, Ed, Ed lent Ash some recording equipment. Yep. Uh, 
Ash hasn't given it back. Yeah. Ed wants it back. So they, they got Tony Martin up on stage to be their, their judge, per se. They yeah. d- dressed him up in a pirate hat. Yeah, um, and, uh, and, uh, and they had to present their cases for why Ed should get the stuff back or why Ash should keep the stuff. And oh, it was wow. hysterical. That's... Um, and then the, yeah, and then the Team Effort podcast was hilarious. Um, and, you know, hearing some actors stories from Lucky Hume and they talk, it talked about how his process of transforming into Carrie Packer for How's That, ah, yep, yep. which is really <laughs> interesting. He actually, he actually had uh, plastic surgery. Oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't prosthetics. It yeah. was legit. Like they, they injected him 400 oh, times with this geez. solution. It's a type of collagen. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. It was mental. I had no idea. Um, so that was really, really interesting. Uh, he was really funny. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, Tony Martin's always a cracker and, mm. and Ed and Ash were great too. So that was awesome. Um, just, to, just to touch on that. Yeah, yeah, collagen, yeah. Yeah. Is that reversible? It is. So, because oh. what they did was, uh, the way Lucky Hume told it was that basically um, there are different plastic surgeons uh, that, you know, do these injections for, you know, your, your, your housewives, you mm-hmm. know, your rich, your rich ladies or whoever wants to, you know... F- Fatten the lips. Yes, yes. Um, get some uh, <coughs> Stephen Tyler lips. Uh, Mick Jagger. Um, and uh, yeah, and so, but only one surgeon does the reversal. So they, um. they needed to go to the same place that would do it and then reverse it. So oh, the, yeah. the reversing it sounded in, in, interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's 400 injections to put the stuff in, mm. take stuff out. It was, mm. a, it was less than 100 injections mm-hmm. of this stuff that would make it kind of leave your lips through your system or something like it would just expel it out oh okay and it apparently was very unpleasant i can imagine yeah (laughs) i can imagine but i suppose he did it so he didn't have to one continuity it was looked right yeah and didn't um because i suppose if you turn around and say hey you've got six months of filming Mm. Do you want to have to do makeup every day or yeah. get this one or thing? Or just get it one, done, one and done, and then one, mm. and, one and out at the end. Yeah, that's what, they, that's what they did. I know. It was yuck, very yuck, 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 yuck. gross. Yeah, he, he, he seemed very put off. Like he said, just the thought of having the the everything, the way they were going to remove it mm. and stuff was just he wasn't looking forward to. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I know. But more power to him. No, most certainly. Yeah. That, that's dedication. Yeah, uh, it was dedication. Uh, if I'd like to remind everyone that I am now a uh, a writer, not a <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, <coughs> and then, and then, as t- fortune and timing would have it, um, we went to uh, the Basement Comedy Club at the European Beer Cafe in the city. Highly recommend. Awesome place. Um, and because uh, of the the lovely. Uh, week that has been in Australian mm. politics. Yeah. For those who aren't paying attention, uh, yes. we have a new prime minister for some fucking Remember reason. Remember to um, <laughs> service your car. <laughs> Remember to eat beef. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but as, as I, yeah, we had the good fortune of timing. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Mooney was headlining. Ah. So, uh, those who don't know, he is on Triple M. Uh, and he does this whole shtick and he's taken it on the road of mm. him doing Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah. So basically he comes out on stage and goes, what a week it's been. We've got a new prime minister and I'm out of a fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he was so ropeable about it, but it was hilarious. And then he just spent the rest of his act doing Malcolm. Yeah. And it was so funny. 
Last time. <laughs> it was so... Oh, my God. It was hysterical. And he kept talking about different politicians. Yeah. And then he started attacking different political parties. Yeah. And people actually volunteered in the audience that they were green voters. And then uh, one of them was very hypocritical. Like, well, he, he twisted her words into her being a hypocrite. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was just very... Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um... Yeah, hilarious. And we were very happy with that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I feel his pain. I do... What I've been told is either a really good or really annoying John Howard impression, which I, I can't love use. It. No, I, I can't use it anywhere. Yeah, because no one, no, no one like it's not current. Is that what? Is that's that it, why? It's not, it's, that's it. It's not current. Yeah. There's no one. No <laughs> one needs to listen to John Howard anymore. <laughs> no. Where are my eyebrows? <laughs> George. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's I, right. I feel his pain. Yeah, I feel his pain. Yeah. But he's still got he's still got one or two shows like that he's doing later mm, in the year mm. that he's doing Malcolm stuff, so that's gonna oh, be yeah. really, really interesting. Um but yeah, he was fantastic. Also saw Anne Edmonds. Um she's freaking hilarious. Mm. Um and yeah, Harley Breen was the MC and oh, I've forgotten Craig Quartermain was the other comedian. He was very funny. I'd never heard of him. Mm -hmm. He's an Aboriginal comedian from Perth. And he was hilarious. (laughs) Very funny. So it was... I had a really great day. Oh, Ripper. It was was great. Topped off a good week. And I think that's all from me. Bloody beautiful. Bloody beautiful. (laughs) Bloody beautiful. With that, I think it's about time to jump into the the news. news. This is the news, the nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright! Yes. It's news time. Kendall. It's me. With the news, hostess here. with hello. the mostess. Yes, hello. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Hold your applause. Um, Okay. <laughs> Uh, nerdy news. We've got some really big stories to talk mm. about this week, which I'm really excited to dive into. So let's do it. Um, top news. We've got some Marvel news to start with, MCU related. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is now officially on hold. Yes. Um, they had started early pre-production phases since, of course, uh, the finishing of the script that James Gunn did. And then, his, you know... Subsequent sacking has now actually fully affected the production of the film, as we had a feeling it would. Mm. Um, they had some crew th- that were working on the movie. They've since been dismissed and told to look for other work. Oh, That's shit. how bad the delay is <coughs> at the moment. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's been put on hold and there's no word as to... That when, sucks. When, yeah, when it's recommencing or what's happening. So, <sighs> yeah, unfortunate news out of the MCU, but mm. um, hopefully they can get their their shit together because, mm. as I say, you know, in Kevin Feige, we trust he, is, <laughs> he knows what the hell he's doing, so I'm yeah. sure they've got a solution up their sleeves. Somewhere. Somewhere, fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, some Sony Marvel-related news now. This was really interesting. Um, n- confirmed sequels have not been confirmed yet, but we have confirmation from Tom Hardy himself that he has actually signed on... To play Venom in two, uh, in two more movies after this ah, one. Ah, nice. So they've 
if, if uh, Venom turns out to be a success, box office-wise, review-wise, all of that jazz, uh, they will go into production on sequels. Uh, so, yeah, pretty cool. Hopefully it's good. And clearly Tom Hardy seems invested in the project and the character if he's willing to commit to more, mm, considering he's a very in-demand actor and mm, does a lot mm. of stuff and he's very talented, of course. So, very nice. Very nice. Okay, crossing the pond to DC. Woo! Um, this is pretty cool. Um, this, this crossover just keeps getting bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger and I cannot wait. And I don't know how it's going to top last year's crossover because last year's cro- crossover was better than the Justice League movie itself. Not even exaggerating. Um, <laughs> sorry, Wayne. Um, <laughs> although I shouldn't apologize to Wayne because like I'm praising DC at the same, same time as I'm not. So it's really, <laughs> it's kind of cancelling each other out. Yeah, yeah. I'm just meh about it. Um, <laughs> so, in the I crossover... I opinions one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was lame, sorry. Um, okay, point is, Superman and Lois Lane are going to be featured in the upcoming crossover on the Arrowverse shows. Superman has already been played by Tyler Hecklin, um from Team Wolf fame, and he's done a wicked job at being Clark Kent slash Superman uh, slash Kal-El in the uh, Arrowverse on the Supergirl show. Love him. Perfect choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've only so far had uh, Lucy Lane, Lois's sister, uh, played by, what's her name? Channing Tatum, Jenna, Jenna Dewan Tatum. Uh, I should say Jenna Dewan now because they're getting divorced. Yeah. Sad face. Um, but um, yeah, she was Lucy Lane in the show. Uh, she hasn't been around for a little while, but um, now they're going to be introducing Lois, which is really, really cool. Really cool to see another iconic character coming mm. to the Arrowverse following, obviously, the Batwoman announcement and everything. So it's just things are getting great Yay. over there. I love it. I love it so much. All right. Uh, more DC news. Doom Patrol upcoming series that's going to be streaming on the upcoming DC Universe app um, has cast Brendan Fraser hey. as Robot Man. Can I throw in just super quickly? Oh, please. Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Actor far, highly underrated. Yes, correct. He is. We do not see enough Brendan Fraser. No, it's just, it's so, I don't even know what happened. Like after the mummy movies, he just fell off. The I map. Was, I don't know I was what watching, it was. I was watching a bit, a bit again. I can't remember what movie it was, but he did a, 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 a movie. I think it might have been The Journey to the Center of the Earth or whatever. Yeah, he did the and first one and yeah. The Rock was in the sequel to that. Yeah, and it just... Everyone at Century attributes that to his... Downfall. Demise. Yeah, really? they're just like, it was so bad. I remember enjoying that film. Yeah, same. I never saw the second one. I saw the first one. And mm. I remember watching it with mum and dad my brother mm. and we, we loved it, but... I think that was yeah. the one. Yeah, essentially he... Well, that was um, kind of the last big one. Yeah. Because it was like Tomb of the Dra- Dragon Emperor, which is the mm. third mummy film, which didn't do as well as mm. they would have liked. And then he did Journey. Uh, George Jungle at some point. Was that before? Oh, George of the Jungle was before The Mummy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. George of the Jungle was 97 or 98. And George then the mum- good at this. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. Uh, and then... <laughs> and then um, bloody The Mummy was 1999. So, ah, yeah. Yeah, George of the Jungle was... Awesome. What? Um, yeah, amazing <laughs> film. I love it. Oh, we love it. Um, but no, that was kind of his like major, not his breakthrough performance because he'd done a couple of other comedies yeah, beforehand. But, big but this of... was kind of his breakthrough in the mainstream. And then the Mummy was like, okay, yeah. he's he's certified star mm. now. But then yeah, but then and then he had like you know a good ten year, ten to fifteen year run, and then nothing. 
But he's done lots of little things yeah, here and scrubs. there. He was a, oh, him on Scrubs was mm. so good. Beautiful. And and just so heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything. No, go watch it if you haven't watched go, it. Don't bother oh. about season nine. But yeah, please don't watch season nine. It's not. It's it's fine. It just, finishes just at don't. eight. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> it, they literally gave <coughs> sidebar. They literally gave the show the best fucking ending. Yeah. I was in tears. Mm. And then they decide, oh, let's go for season nine. No, it was a bad idea, guys. But anyway, Brendan Fraser on Scrubs. (laughs) Amazing. Um, But yes, so he's going to be doing the voiceover work for Robot Man while actor Riley Shanahan. Ooh, relation. Relation. Uh Riley Shanahan. Riley Shanahan. Uh, will be on, will be the on-stage performer of the character in full costume. Fraser will play Cliff Steele, which is the human alter ego, uh, in flashback scenes before the, uh, char- the character nearly dies in a race car accident mm-hmm. that results in his brain being transplanted into a robot host. Mm-hmm. Um, the Doom Patrol cast also includes Diane Guerrero from Orange is the New Black fame uh, as Crazy Jane, April Belby as Elasti Woman, Jovian Wade as Cyborg, and... As of yet, unannounced actors playing Negative Man and Dr. Niles Calder. Awesome. Um, so that'll be coming out next year on the DC streaming app, DC Universe. So Woo! get excited, DC fans. It's pretty get cool. Get excited, people using the app. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay. Um, next up, we are going into some Star Wars news. We've got some more casting. Yay. For episode nine, which is pretty sick. Um, Dominic Monaghan... Also known as uh, Mary Brandybuck from the Lord of the Rings films. Ah, yep. And he was in Lost, which is probably how he got this gig, considering J.J. Abrams was right, you know, helped to make Lost, and he's directing episode nine. Um, Dominic Monaghan has been cast in an undisclosed role in episode nine. Yeah. Um, very, very cool. Nice. I really like that actor. He's very fine. Also mm-hmm. underrated. Uh, yeah, it's a good pick. I'm excited to see what he'll do. Beautiful. It's very good. I've been, even though I'm a Souls fan, I've been actually kind of under the, struggling to keep up a little bit. Um, yeah, with, uh, yeah, yeah. I still, I, I'm not going to lie. And okay, the, the, the quick answer here is I haven't Googled, so it's my own fault, but yes, I still don't know who Snake is. Oh God. I don't even... Well, see, I don't he, know. he no, was never explained in the movie. No, he wasn't. And then he was, spoilers, killed. Yeah. It was stupid. It was, it was stupid. It was like, silly. I can appreciate The Last Jedi, and I need to rewatch it, because I still have only seen it that one time. Yeah. Um, and I do own it on Blu-ray, and I haven't revisited it yet. I really should. Um, but, you know, and there were a lot of really good things in that film, um, but that was just... Really interesting. Really interesting decision. Mm. Um, yeah. Just why? Why would you just build? Not. I mean, not that it was uh, intentional or not. Um, from J.J. Abrams with Episode Seven, building mm. building up Snoke as this mysterious figure, um, only then to have been pretty much dismissed by yeah. by Kylo Ren and this. Like, you know, it's whether whether or not we did that. On, to, to the franchise or it just decided to do it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, don't know. Argumentatively, you could turn around and say, okay, well, the Emperor was only technically in two movies mm. at, at the start. He wasn't in 
actually He wasn't in, in um, New Hope at New all. Hope. No. Um, we see a shadow of him in... Empire. Empire, and then he's in... He got a big role Jedi. in Jedi, of course. Now, but... You still have the one real bad guy all the way through, Invader. You still have the Empire. Now, yeah, okay, so far we've had, you know, you could argue that you've had, you know, okay, Kylo Ren has been right through it. Well, yeah. But he's not really been a strong enough bad guy, if that makes sense. No, that's fair. Um, like, the simple fact that, you know, Darth Vader, the light in him, you never saw it until Jedi. No, that's true. This, you see the light in Ben, you see the struggle, you see all that, and, okay, yeah, it's a different take, we don't need a copy, copy, paste, copy, paste, but it's just, I want to make a point that I actually want to throw in as a thing, so the girl, I cannot remember names off the top of my head, but the girl who played uh, Finn's love interest. Oh, do you mean... Rose Tico. Yes, right. Yes, there we go. Rose Tico. Yeah. She's been copping a lot of flack. Oh my god. I am so angry at her copping flack. Yet she doesn't deserve it. She doesn't. She doesn't deserve it. The writers do. I think it's a yeah, poor character. Fair. I think it's a poor character. Um, there's these double standards going on because she's very much pushing this sort of horrible. Uh, 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 love sort of thing where she's trying to force her love on Finn, etc, etc. Yes but it's no. the It's the right... The point... My point is... Yes, your point. It's the writing. Yeah, no, no, it is. She is a... Sh- it is shocking writing. She's done an amazing acting job yeah. on a poorly written character. Yeah. Same with Jake Lloyd. Poor Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Getting, yeah. He's nine years old. Give him a break. Yeah. He was... Fine. Yeah. He did what he he, he did, did. A really good job with, for a poorly written character. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the problem. These and I think Hayden Christensen, really good job. No, I can't give him that. I can't say that with straight face. Oh. <laughs> no, seriously, it was. I it like was Hayden a Christensen. Poor script. Yeah, yeah, that's now, fair. I think he even delivered it poorly, but I would have to say that there wasn't enough for him to salvage it in episode two. Yeah, 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 I know. And this is me saying that I loved episode two, just hated the love triangle thing. Anyway. Well, we all kind of, whatever. Um, yeah. But, yeah, well, it's just really frustrating that, you know, for all the flack that Last Jedi copped, mm. it copped it in, it did cop it in the writing sense, mm. except for when it came to Rose for some reason. Mm. And I don't know if that's because people are being racist there's a lot of it. Intentionally or not? Racist, sexist, and simply it's so much easier to blame an actor than it is to blame the invisible thing yeah. in the background. Yeah. On the plus side, though, I think I think episode nine is going to really, you know, they're going to take all this stuff mm. that's happened in Last Jedi and really fucking just focus on fixing things, yeah. improving things, and, you know, giving good, you know, it's just, mm. they've got a fucking tough job. Oh, most certainly. On that film. So I really can't wait. It's not coming out till the end of next year, but <laughs> wow. It's I, yeah, it's a lot. But anyway, bit of a gold leader. Oh, most certainly. <laughs> there. Most certainly. But that's okay. That was really cool. Really good discussion. Okay. Um, we've got some James Bond news yes. for any Bond fans. Um, earlier this week, um, it was announced that Danny Boyle has dropped out of directing ah. Bond 25. This is due to the old chestnut of creative differences. Of course. 
Um, so yeah, basically they've just parted the ways and now we've got two directors uh, in the forefront to snag the job. Um, mm-hmm. Both I support wholeheartedly. The first being Edgar Wright. Yep. Um, and the second being Christopher Macquarie. And if you don't recognize his name, it's I don't know why, but well, if you're, if you're well, not, I don't if, recognize his name. If so you're not, on. if you're not me, what I meant to say is like, if you don't recognize his name, you're not me, and I'll tell you where you know him. <laughs> that's that's a good percentage of the population. That's not you. It's like ninety nine point nine 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 um, film, so he could definitely work in terms of James Bond and that stuff. But I would really like to see what Edgar Wright could do. Although I was talking to one of my good friends at work today, and he is a big Edgar Wright fan. Yep. Yep. Um, and he was very miffed. I remember when um, you know when Ant Man came out, yeah. and then before that there was that whole. You know, because Edgar Wright was the original director, yeah, yeah. and he'd been planning this film for years, even before the MCU kind of was a thing. He always wanted to do Ant Man, and yeah. then in the end, Kevin Feige didn't really dig what he was selling, and so they parted ways. Yeah. And then, but then we got Baby Driver, which is a nice consolation prize. Yeah. Um, but and then I said to I said to um to Steve, my friend, I was like, look, well, that's interesting too because. M- do you really think it's a good idea for him to even consider going back to another franchise mm. like this? You know, because he's pro. I mean, if 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 Danny Boyle's leaving over creative differences, yeah, yeah, that's it. So, like, what's ha- what's to say it won't happen again? Yeah, but no, you got a really good point there. I think. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, maybe he's learned. Maybe, maybe he's learned, and maybe he maybe he actually is on the same page as yeah, that's uh, it. the, bro- the Broccolos. Yeah, maybe he's looked and gone, oh, actually, no, I see that. I see yeah. what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, so, maybe. hopefully, I mean, I think that would be really cool. My f- my friend Steve also said he didn't want to see <laughs> an Edgar Wright Bond film. So yeah, He's like, enough. got no need for fair it. And enough. I was like, I think it could be really cool. Mm. But Just think, we'll hot see. fuzz with... Spies. With spies, yeah. That's yeah. it. Hot fuzz with spies. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Side note. Yes. Um, you said, you know, the other 99.999, you'd actually be, it'd be the other 99, if you think about it, of all the population as a percentage, uh-huh. you're 1%. You are one of, because you're thinking out of 100, but if you have 100% of a population, it doesn't matter how many that number is, mm. one person out of that entire uh, number has to be 1%, has to be one person. Yeah, one percent, but not one. No, no, one person, but not one percent. It would be. I would be. Point zero point. You know, zero zero zero. Then how does inf- that work? Because yeah, to goodness. Percent. No. If you've got a million people, and you're saying <laughs> this is a weird tangent. It is, it is. But if you've got a million people. <laughs> yeah. And you're saying, I'm one in a million. You're not one hundred percent of them. A hundred percent of those people are a million, million people. Yeah. You are one of those people. Yeah. That means... You're not one percent. You are one out that's, of a million, which is... No. That's how percentages work, isn't it? No. If you've got... Unless I'm wrong. I'm but, pretty sure that's... No, no, no. Because, like, you know, a hun- you can't put a hundred into a million and then have one of that million equal one percent. Because it's got nothing to... Because you're thinking of it <laughs> if you're breaking it down to a, the hundredth. 
Yeah. I'm saying if you're calling that million, it's like if you have a, a pie, the pie chart, right? Yeah. And you're saying that one section of that, if you, if you, if you have 10 people, even that, if you go 10 people. Yeah. And nine out of 10 people's, oh God, now my head hurts. Okay. Gold leader. Gold, yes, let's stop, let's stop. We're talking maths. This is not, this is, we may be nerds, but that's we're not, those nerds. We're not that kind of nerds, unfortunately. Okay, we've still got a couple of more yes, news yes, items sorry, to get yes. through. That's all right, that's all right. We're going to power good. through. We're good. It's good. It's good. Um, okay, um, big news out of television yeah. this week. Uh, the Big Bang Theory is coming to an end. Um after the next season that's about to start, season 12. And thousands of people across the world went, is that still on? <laughs> and some people rejoiced and some people <laughs> cried out in agony. It's very, yeah. It's I, I'm neither here nor there anymore mm. on the show. I stopped watching because I, I was, watching I was just like, oh, it's fine. But I wasn't like going, okay, I need to watch this episode. Yeah, that's it. That's it, it. It became whatever. Um, unfortunately. But there are a lot of people who are diehard fans, of course. And, yeah. My sister um, being one of them. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like, Bethel's is upset that um, it's coming to an end. Mm. I personally, I'm sort of like you. I, I watched, like, the first few seasons and I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine show and it's very funny. Um, but it's, you know, it's a kind of getting towards the end of its shtick. Mm. Um, and yeah, apparently the reason behind the ending is the fact that, uh, Jim Parsons, who plays Sheldon, um, said that he wants to do other stuff and they basically realized or admitted straight up. Well, it's like, well, if you're not here, there's really no show. There's no show, yeah. Because Sheldon is really what people... Come back for yeah. Come back for is yeah. Hidden. I get that. So yeah. So they just were like, well, I guess we're mm. ending. So yeah. which is fine. And twelve seasons is a fucking it's good really run. Good, yeah. And that's to it. go out on your own terms too. And that's it too. Yeah. You're to not getting. Know... You're not dying off. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, dwindling. Yeah. No. So it's it's good. It sucks for Big Bang fan fans, but uh, I'm sure. They, I mean, they they said in the statement that they're going to be working on crafting, uh, adequate and you know. Uh, True to the story, final season, and finish it off mm. the right way. So, mm. that's good. Sheldon should open up a black hole and just engulf the universe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they go to the Hadron Collider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and end the, end the world. <coughs> that, there you go. Call us, please. Yes. Chuck Law. We want to we'll, we we'll, see we'll the write uh, that. check in the mail. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. More TV news. Yes. Um, Veronica Mars is coming back. Um, which is really exciting. It's a show that I have not watched yet, but I really want to watch because everyone says it's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's it's a revival uh, with the original cast. Kristen Bell will be returning as Veronica um, at the in the works at Hulu, which is one of the American streaming services. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is super exciting. Uh, yeah, I need to watch the show. They did do a movie uh, about four or five years ago that was mm-hmm. supposedly pretty really like like a good way to cap off the series because it only went ran for three seasons unfortunately and then mm-hmm. it ended but um yeah then they did it the the movie was actually a fan funded it was a kickstarter mm-hmm. film that's how they got the money to make oh, it. oh yes i think i remember hearing this yeah yeah it was, uh, it was reading pretty, the synapses yeah it was a pretty big deal at the time yes i um, remember that yeah yeah and um yeah so now they're they decided 
They've yeah, they figured it out how to bring it back. They figured it to out. The, figured it out to bring back the TV screen. So that's awesome. Awesome. Nice. nice. And something that's maybe not so awesome and confusing mm. to me and a lot of other people probably. Netflix. 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 Mm. Netflix are developing a sequel to, ah. to Death Note, uh, which was widely panned by fans of anime and critics alike. Yeah. But apparently, it did very well for the streaming giant. Apparently, they made a lot of money off the first one. Ah, yeah. Despite it being terrible. Apparently, yeah. terrible. Um, so, now they're making a sequel. So, yay. Good? I never watched the first one, so I can't... No, well, everyone told me it was terrible, so I didn't bother. Which is annoying, because I don't really know too much about the anime. I know a lot of people that watch it and love it. It's one of the... People say it's one of the best animes out there. Um, but, um, I was really... Cool. Excited by the fact that um, uh, Willem Dafoe was in it. Yeah. And he was playing the, I can't remember the bloody creature's name. See, my, my movie knowledge is good, my anime knowledge, not so much. But there's a, he's like the Angel of Death's type figure. It starts with R. I'm pretty sure his name starts with R. But anyway, he was perfect casting choice for this character. And I was excited to watch it for that. And then everyone was like, no, nah, it sucks. Don't watch it. Like, yeah. Okay. I won't. But yeah, sequel's coming probably next year, so stay tuned for that if you're keen. Hmm. Yeah, right. If it's your shtick. If it's your shtick. You're... Cool, that's the news. That's the news. That's the news. I'd say anything to discuss, but we discussed it all. Yeah, it's fine. It's great. Lovely, 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 lovely jubbly. Okay. I think it's about time to take a trip. Trip to where? The trailer park. Oh, the trailer park. It's trailer park time. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Hee-haw. <laughs> I'm funny sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm more, more, more. Continue. <laughs> Sorry, you more, were going to compliment more, me, I was, please. I was more often than not. Oh, thank you. Thank you, I try. That's all, folks. Um, cool. All right. Trailer park time. We've got three trailers yes. uh, to discuss. Uh, which one do you want to talk about this? I think Good talk. All right. Suspia. 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 That's not it. Suspiria. 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 Sausage. Suspiria. Suspiria. So this Philip is a is a remake of a horror film from the seventies that I have seen. Um, I would love to talk to Wayne about this because him and I are both big horror fans. Yep. Um, Wonder if he's seen the original. Um, But um, yeah, I have seen the original myself, and it's very much seventies schlock horror that kind of style. A little campy, but not too campy, but super creepy. Nice. Um, and this remake looks, I'm so keen. I'm so keen, especially because Tilda Swinton is playing yeah, the yeah. villain. 
hello, yes, give it to me now, touch it to my veins, I want it. When are you guys going to do a Fred watch with it? I think, yeah, Wayne, if you're listening, which you probably are, um, Mm. yeah, that would be a really cool Fred watch comparing the original to the remake. Yeah. That'd be sick. Let's do it. Um, But yeah, Dakota Johnson is the main star. Basically, the story goes from memory. Um, She plays an American woman who's come to uh, Europe, uh, I think it's Germany, Mm -hmm. um, to uh, join a prestigious uh, dance company. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Tilda Swinton's character is like, you know, the head of the company. She's the main teacher, instructor, what have you. and uh, there's some sinister goings-ons <laughs> behind the scenes that involves, uh, yeah, stuff like, you know, sacrificing and Ooh, witchcraft and, yeah, maliciousness. Um, it's awesome. Um, yeah, and this looks... I was so sold by this trailer. It was very unsettling. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz is in this as well, and uh, she's one of my favourites too, and she was... Playing that, you know, creepy girl who was doing a lot of the narration going on. That was really, really interesting. And uh, visually, this movie looks stunning. Mm -hmm. Because, like, one thing... uh, Yeah, no, sorry, seeing the trailer, yeah. Yeah, because that one one thing about um, the original film is that it's it's very much a, a visual kind of horror film as well like it's very known for its aesthetics and 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 certain shots and stuff and this one is very seems to be kind of communicating a certain similar style yeah yeah, yeah. and i just uh aesthetic yeah Mm. and i'm just i'm so here for it Uh, what are your thoughts on this trailer i hate horror but (laughs) yeah i did i won't say i enjoyed it in the sense that yeah i don't like horror but I did like the look. It looks yeah, it looks nice, really good. Yeah, and I can see that it will be an enjoyable film for horror buffs. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. You're probably not going to watch it. No. no. <laughs> but you can, you can appreciate. I can it. appreciate it. I can. That's, That's nice. I'm glad. Hmm. I'm glad. But yes, um, Suspiria uh, will be dropping in theaters on the eighth of November. Yes. It's very exciting. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, next trailer. Um, Outlaw King. No, no, you got to say it right. Outlaw King! Oh, I can't say it right. <laughs> Court leather! Court leather! Outlaw King! There we go. <laughs> I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. I cannot reach the controls. Um, <laughs> I can't go on any longer. <coughs> I can't do Scottish no. accents. Um, yeah, Outlaw King, um, really interesting Netflix film coming out soon, um, starring Chris Pine as Robert the Bruce, um, and I don't know too much about the history, so so, so I'm going to pass it over to the historian of the Um, Well, to be fair, I'm not a huge, um, buff on this particular area, but what I do know is... This is what Braveheart should have been about. Sure. So, the histor- history buffs will know that Braveheart is an absolute bastardization of the era, the time, the, the story. Mm-hmm. Um, there's almost nothing about it that's right. Mm. Um, dates are wrong, left, right, and center. Certain battles uh, William Wallace wasn't even part of because he was too busy being dead. Um, 
so this is Robert the Bruce is the king of was the king of Scotland. Uh, Scott, I think it's the Scottish national anthem. Scots were here is actually about um, Robert the Bruce. Yeah. Um, Scots were here when Swallows uh, bred. Scots were here in glory bred. Uh, Do you want me to look up the... Yeah, I'm look up know, the, the point is that, um, yeah, so it's about... Um, yeah, this is about Robert the Bruce, who was the King of Scotland. Um, and he and his battles to try to win Scotland back. And by the looks of it, I'm hoping this will be a lot more historically accurate than um, Braveheart. Yeah, well, it sounds like it might be. Um, hmm. Which is good. Um, and, uh, have they got it as Scotland the Brave, or have they got Flower, Scots with it? Flower of Scotland. Oh, Scotland. Um, Scotland changes its bloody. Scots were hay. Yeah, there we go. That's it. Flower of Scotland. Scotland <laughs> the Brave. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, I can't. So is that Scots were hay one? That was the. So I should look that up, not the flower one. No. Nah. This is major gold leader, but it's all no, good no, for, it's okay. We're talking technically, but it's um, do, do, do. it's served. Scots were hay served as uh, for centuries as an unofficial na- national ah. anthem. Well, it's not the actual anthem of yeah. the country, but has lately been largely supplanted by Scotland the Brave yeah, and Flower of Scotland. Yep. Um, lyrics, lyrics, lyrics. Where are the lyrics? Okay. Scots were hey, we Wallace bled. Scots when Bruce has affin led. Welcome, tay your go- your gory bed or tay victory. Yep. There so, which roughly translates to uh, or Wallace. Scots who have who have with Wallace bled. Scots whom Bruce has often led. Welcome mm. to your gory bed or to victory. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, Bruce being uh, Robert the Bruce of this movie. Yes. 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 Long way around it. This should be a lot better than Braveheart. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know Mel Gibson's take on this. Yeah. It'd be well, interesting. well. I couldn't give rats on it. Hey! Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all right. Um, but it looks pretty good, though. Yeah, no, it looks good. Chris, looks really Chris good. Pine doing his best at a Scottish accent there. I, yeah. I didn't know if it was... It sounded like American Scottish. So. Yeah, yeah. But, it's you know. also... Um, this seems to be going on that sort of... The take that we've had recently of these historical films. Um, you know, Vikings in the same era as... Uh, yeah, same sort of look as Vikings or... Um, uh, Marco series. Polo, the series, yeah. yeah, yeah Marco yeah. Polo, the series, so, yeah. Same sort of look. Yeah. This idea that people are getting more and more fascinated with actual historical yeah. movies and series and stuff and wanting to learn truths. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, you can only do so much in a movie, but... Yeah, unfortunately. you're um, kind of Unless you're going to turn it into a full-blown series like they have with Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you're and even then, that's got a lot of inaccuracies, but it's actually a lot more accurate than a lot of people would... Yeah. I like to believe. A yeah. lot of people sort of assume, oh, this is TV, it's not really accurate. You'd be surprised. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Vikings, I've said it before, is um, broadcast by the History Channel. Yeah, that's it. That's like, it. it's fully endorsed by the History Channel. Hmm. Like, and that's, I think that's that says a lot. Oh, yeah. So, get excited. Get excited. Um, Outlaw King is Date good. unknown. Yeah, we don't have a date yet. It'll be sometime before the end of the year, but it's going to be on Netflix, so... Yep. 
uh, keep your eyes peeled. Most certainly. Speaking of Netflix. <gasps> we got another Netflix movie to talk about. Hold the dark. Hold the dark. Uh, this one looks creepy as shit. Mm. Unsettling as well. Um, and, and yet, I think I'll see it. Yeah, well, because it it's not a full-blown horror. It's more it's of a more, thriller. Yeah, definitely yeah. a thriller. Um, and very intriguing yeah. story. Hmm. Um, yeah. Why would you see this over Suspiria, say? Um, so Suspiria seems to be your typical horror. It's going to be a lot of jump scares. I just, I don't like jump scares. They make me feel stupid. Fair um, enough. Fair but enough. also, I like a thriller. So, for example, I love, um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. It's a thriller. It's a... Oh, yeah. It's a, it's more the psychological, psychological stuff. stuff. I yeah. love that. Yeah, me too. Um, I think the only horror, as it were, I've really ever enjoyed was Eight Legged Freaks, and that's because it's <laughs> a bit campy as well. Yeah, it's very um, much or, a comedy too. Yeah, or uh, like uh, Tremors is technically yeah. a, uh, a it's technically a, a horror, a horror, but it's but like it's a comedy very horror. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, uh, anything that I watch that makes me wait for you know anything i watch that hate makes me hate uh, open windows at night <laughs> i'm like no nah, i don't need that in my life yeah um whereas this again just looking at that trailer yeah it looks sort of horrorish but it's again more psychological horror it's the unknown it's the you know it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of jump scares it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of gore or like i i watch saw i couldn't do saw just so much gore and I again that's Saw. psychological but it's just so much gore and I'm like piss off <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that I love it I love it Saw's the best of both worlds yeah. for me it's great um I'm really impressed with the cast of this one mm-hmm. as well Jeffrey Wright um most people know him from Westworld most recently um he's a fantastic actor another underrated performer um I love him um Alexander Skarsgård as well, uh, being tall, dark, and Swedish. Well, not, <laughs> not really dark, but tall and Swedish, as he likes <laughs> to be. Um, also very good. His character seems a bit shady. Yep. Um, playing the father in this one. And um, Riley Keough uh, is the, the mother of the child who's been taken. And she also seems a little shady. And can I point out a fun fact for people who aren't aware... She's Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lisa Marie Presley's daughter, um, who is about our age. So, mm-hmm. yeah, late 20s, early 30s. Um, but she's, yeah, she's super talented as well. She was in Mad Max Fury Road. She's been in a bunch of other stuff. Um, it's really cool to see her. So this one looks, yeah, really interesting. I don't know who's on what side. Yeah. Really, it look, but it looks like this, you know, Jeffrey Wright's ca- characters kind of come in to this world of just like, just deceit and yeah. and mystery and he's kind of been, you know, thrown in and doesn't really know what to make of it and yeah, who to trust. It's, yeah. So I might check this out. Yeah. I reckon. Could be good. Uh, we do have a date for this one, which is nice. The 28th of September. Oh, nice. So the end of next month. Yep. Um, we'll be getting that on Netflix. Yeah. Woo! Yes. I'm loving Netflix at the moment. Netflix is great. I sat down the other day and I was playing Ark Evolved. Uh, and Ark is, uh, the point is Ark. And it's essentially a game, it's sort of a think, oh, what's that stupid movie where a lot of convicts get thrown on a, an island and... 
uh, have to kill each other to... Uh, yeah. Yep, anyway, that one. It, it's a mix <laughs> I, don't, between, I don't remember. Uh, no, that's right, that's right. Um, it's a mix between that and just sort of throwing in dinosaurs. And so... Right. Um, and so I was playing that game and after I was like, I really want to see Walking with Dinosaurs, the... the the BBC thing, and it's like, oh, I'm going to have to download, I'm going to have to... No, on Netflix. Bloody awesome. Yay! So, so I sat down and watched that in a day. It's <laughs> so good. Um, if, you, if you enjoy your dinosaurs, watch that one. It's actually yeah, really good. Yeah, it's one of the best yeah, um, series they've mm, done factually on dinosaurs. Yeah, that's it. A little dated now, and a few things. Oh, yeah. Like, um, it's like for, 15 years old. Yeah, now. that's it. Like, the idea now, the concept we have now where dinosaurs had feathers... Yeah. Um, a lot of that came out, a lot of the evidence for that came out after that series, yeah. well and truly after the series. So a few things, like, you know, they have the raptors looking like the ones on Jurassic Park sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all, you know, that's, that's, you can you can deal with that when, um, you know, it's a bit older. You're always learning new facts mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's actually, it's a side note, a gold leader, but side note, there's... Um, there's actually a theory within science that there is no such thing as a fact. Oh, okay. So the idea behind that is that um, something is something until it's not. For example, Ooh. once upon a time we believed that, you know, everything revolved around the earth. Until we worked out it didn't. Mm. Once upon a time. So everything comes down to a theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's part of the problem. We, you and I think of a theory as, oh, it's a guess. But in science terms, a theory is something that has been worked out to the point of, we're sure this is a thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's also why scientists talk in the ideas of, we're pretty sure that. And that's not good enough for people. It's like, well, we want facts. Oh, so we know we're going to decide that vaccines don't work. It's like, yes, we're pretty sure vaccines work because they've been fucking working for so long. But scientists under their own sort of ethics, do not say yeah. this is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for example, we um, QI is a beautiful example, and this is where I learnt that. Yeah. Um, because they did this whole thing about how there's actually a decay of facts. So each year, a f- what we believe is... So if I say something in 2000, and say this is a thing, by 2018 the chances of that thing no longer being true grow. Yeah. Um, and so, for example, like I remember one of the examples they had was that, you know, there's, we didn't, didn't know how to, uh, uh, there's no way of telling the age of a lobster without killing it. Mm. Well, and that was a fact. That was something, no one's ever been able to age a lobster. No one's ever been able to get the age of a lobster without killing it. Well, now they can. They've yeah. learnt how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Science advances and changes all the that's time. That's it, that's it. Yeah. And it's just all sorts of things. So technically, you know, you might say, oh, yeah, but the sun will always rise. Well, no, not necessarily. You wait long enough, billions upon billions upon billions of years, maybe not. Yeah, maybe it'll explode. <laughs> exactly. So there's no such thing as a fact. There's only scientific theory, yes. which is essentially their best guess. No, it is not a guess. Their it is their best, best knowledge and their best yeah. 
working out, and it is something that is essentially what you and I would colloquially call a fact. Yes. Until it's not. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, I forget what, what, what we were talking about. That's the fact, get... facts and definition with Philip Hunting. Oh, no, you know. No, um, we were talking about how great Netflix is and how you guys are Oh, yes, good old Netflix. So, yes. we've come full so, circle. So, we've come full circle. That's great. Um, that Lovely. Comes out. Yeah, we've already done when it comes out. We have. That was the trailer park. That was the trailer park. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I've had two hours sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. We got back. We got back very late last night, and then I like woke at four this morning and couldn't get back to sleep. Oh, and I was just like, "Ugh." I'm sorry. That no, sucks. It's all right. I'll yeah, sleep well tonight. Sucks. Let's hope so. Um, okay. Quickie review time. Quickie review. Okay. So as I said at the top of the show, uh, I went and saw a movie. Yes. Um, and I ended up going with. My dear friend, Christina. Hello, Christina. Um, We went and saw Black Klansman. Nice. Um, And we... (coughs) So we can finally talk about it. We can finally talk about it without spoiling it for you guys. But on air, we can have a little couple of minute discussion. Um, I loved it. I thought you would. It was really good. Oh, yes. Um, It was just... There's so much about it I love. (laughs) Like everything from mm-hmm. like Spike Lee as a director for this yep. film amazing yeah. the choices he made mm-hmm. some of the shots he did the way it was like certain things were like black exploitation stuff mm. and uh, it was just really he, well he done really hit the era he really hit the era but not just hit the era taught us the era yeah. in a very short amount yeah. of time yeah and like you know, any other speed really quickly. Any other, yeah, any other filmmaker would have taken that and done a by the numbers true story yeah, yeah, yeah. period piece. Yeah. Whereas he ma- turned it into not just a period film, mm. but you know, a very stylistic and you know of the era. Yeah. It's kind of like how Stranger Things yes, looks like yes. the eighties. This is the seventies. Yeah. Like it it's really is. Uh, really awesome. And the music was sweet, like, mm-hmm. so cool, so many cool songs. Um, and the acting, I was... Oh, so good. I adored. John David Washington, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ron Stallworth. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. He's Denzel Washington's son. You can hear it in his voice yes, when yes. he talks. He doesn't really look like his dad that much, but when he talks, you can hear it. See, I reckon he... I, I thought he did. I don't know. A little, a, a little bit, but, like... He sounds like his dad. Yes, yes, yes. Like, you, you cannot not recognize that voice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he oh, was really good. good. Adam Driver was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, his character was super interesting. Because, oh, yeah. Because he was a Jewish man who didn't really practice the faith. Mm. And, and and then I love that conversation. Where he, there's a conversation in the movie because he, he's pretending to be, uh, you know, a white supremacist. Mm. Um, and the white supremacist, you know, e- you know, even though they're like, for white people, they don't like Jewish people. Mm. Um, and so here's Adam Driver's character, who's a Jew. And um, he said, he has this conversation with Ron Stallworth in the film where he's like, you know, I've never um, really done any of, practiced I've anything. Never, yeah, never practiced my and then for the, fir- and you know, it's never really bothered me. And then for the first time in my life, I've now had to I'd say out loud that I'm not 
Jewish. Yeah, to denounce my faith. To denounce my faith. And it's like, he's talking about how it's kind of affecting him mm. and, and and all of that. And I'm just like, that's really fascinating. And it was really interesting to see the other side as well, the, the that racist side of things. Oh my God. It, it's really... Oh. I mean, we there's a character who um, denies the Holocaust. And oh, then so... God, that makes me so angry. It, yeah, but then the... Oh, sorry, what's his name? The, um, Adam Driver's yeah, character? Yeah, Adam Driver's character sits there. Oh, yeah, he says... And he plays, he plays this idea. Because, yeah. again, he's trying to... He's trying to pass off his, his racist... And, and anti-Semitic and all that. And because this other guy... Again, it's this sort of... I, I love this idea that it's this idea that... Oh my god, I've just realised something. Oh, my brain, that hurts. He's trying... Uh, Spike Lee is trying to show mm. that all these different factions, and I'll get to the left in a minute, all these different factions, you might believe in the same thing, but because you're not quite on the same page, that's where the infighting comes from. Yeah. So, in this example, yeah, yeah. this, this uh, hillbilly doesn't believe in the Holocaust, and... Uh, Adam Driver's character turns around and says, well, it happened, but, you know, it's it's such an awesome thing because, you know, getting rid of Jews, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, to sort of, as his cover sort of, sort of story sort of thing. But then you see this other guy cracking the shits because it's like, no, it didn't happen. How could you think it happened? You're fucking... The same sort of thing happens with Ron Storwoods and he has a lady friend. Yes. <coughs> who's the lead, leader of the, the Black Student Union. Black Student Union. At the local university. And they are, again, both on the same page where she's very anti-cop mm. and says, you can't change the system from within. And his answer is, well, no, you can. And that's the best way to change the system. The best mm. way to fight, mm-hmm. fight racism is by showing people how dumb racism is. And her answer is, no, the best way to fight racism is to... You know, uh, protest, protest, rise up, and, and yeah. say that it's just wrong. Fight so, back, yeah. And that's what we've got now. We've got these two sort of sides: the conservative left and the the extreme left smashing up against each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, this Spike film, Lee. this film oh. is such a good allegory for t- for today's climate. Oh yeah, and climate. he makes sure we know it. Oh yeah, there's a whole scene where he's practically looking at the camera, going, "I'm talking about Donald Trump right now." Yeah. What's um? Oh he man. He plays David Duke. What's his the actor's name? Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Because oh, it's he was so, so funny. Good. He's so good, but it's so funny seeing him after watching him in uh, that seventy show. show. Yeah, doing this, it's just like. Oh. Yeah, he was so good. Those scenes, man, where there, there's some really funny scenes, and I won't I won't spoil the ending of the film, um, but um, there's there's a lot of scenes where you know um, Ron's talking to David Duke over the phone, mm. and he's trying to pass off that he's a white, a white man, yes, a white, um, and uh, and it's so funny, and because then like at the same time on because the camera cuts back and forth between the two locations Mm. the two characters and then when you get to Ron's side half the time you've got you know his sergeant listening in and trying not to laugh and stuff and it's so well done did you see the did you catch the uh, Donald Trump quotes in the movie yeah no David Duke it's uh, essentially all of it's David Duke and it's uh, Spike Lee joking insinuating that maybe Donald Trump got a at one point, David Duke says, 
I just want to make America great again. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, yeah. I got that. I got um, that. I got he, that. He yeah. talks about, he says quite a few um, Trump jokes. Yeah. I uh, quote so. And then oh, at wow. one point he says something along the lines of, we just need to get a man in the White House. Or something like that. Yeah. It's all unlike around that. And you go, fucking Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just so many Trump references. It's insane. Oh, it's so good. It's but so yeah, good. it's a very funny film. Um, obviously, you got to... You know, it's pre- it gets into some pretty heavy subject matter at the same time, especially mm. at the very end of the film. It's like you get you're hit with a fucking freight truck. Oh yes, most certainly. That ending. If you haven't seen it, go see yeah. it. Five it's out of five. Five for out of five. Five out of five for me. I I loved it. It's a film inc- of the year. Incredible. F- <laughs> well, well. <laughs> uh, it's an incredible film that everyone should see. Film of the year. That's not Marvel. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> biased as hell um but yeah it's a very important film and it's and it's also very sad because of the way the film ends yes. and then just the story the film is trying to tell is just like yeah things haven't changed in 40 years and but i think that's good because we need to be able to see so kirsten and i are writing a show at the moment which we want to show people where we came from because it's all well and good sitting there saying, oh, why do we do this? Why do we do that? It's not fair, blah, blah, blah. But to see where we came from makes people get a bit more sense mm-hmm. and understand. I think, because I'm, I'm, again, I'm on, if I was on, in this movie, I'd be on Ron Stallworth. Ron Stallworth. Stallworth's side. Yeah, Not good of names. course. Because I'm that sort of conservative left. I'm that, I believe the best way to change is to learn... And to find out, like, I'd rather chat to a racist and find out, hey, why are you racist? Than turn around and say, you shouldn't be racist. I'd rather find out why. I'd want to know both. I'd want to do both. I'd be like, why the fuck are you racist? And please tell me. Mm. Like, just please tell me. And then, like, fucking stop being racist. Yeah, but for me, the best way to stop someone being racist is, one... Talk to them, find out why, see what the the problems yeah, are, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. strive to show them. Hey, this isn't a problem. This isn't a thing. Let's, yeah. let's you yeah. know, education stuff like that. Yeah. And my point with that is that yeah, um, we're actually writing a show that I feel does this sort of thing as well. That's it good. Takes um a progressive couple, so we're not making time travel, but it takes a progressive couple. They're set in the late forties, early fifties in Australia, and. It just sort of, you know, everyone around them is the problem, you know, or what we as 2018 people see as the problem, you know. You have, they have racist friends who Mm. they sit there and go, why do you say that? Um, But of course, our couple are the weird ones because they're the ones with black friends. You know, they're the ones with, uh, um, you know, who, who are doing a lot of what we see as social norms or progressiveness mm, mm-hmm. and they're the weird ones in this world again to try to show where we came from why are we like this yeah that's cool and i think that way we can if we learn where we came from then we can sort of maybe see where we're going a bit clearer maybe It'd anyway. be nice. that's good that's cool that's a really cool idea but All yeah right. that's my non-black clansman black clansman go see it it's mm. great all right do you hear that I think I do. Something in the distance. Something in the wind. Something in the wind. There's something. Something coming. Very special. Oh my god. Popcorn culture! I didn't have enough time to get to my ears. Popcorn culture! Culture! Popcorn culture!
Pepcake Yes! It is Popcorn Culture time. <coughs> yes, 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 yes. Last week we asked you which fictional villain would you vote for and why? And why? And why? And tell us why, please. Tell us why. Um, very specifically, we were saying like for president or. Yeah, we meant for like public office. Like, like public office. And Prime so, Minister. With recent events. Yeah. With ScoMo. Why the fuck is everyone calling him Scott Scott Morrison and hashtag stupidity. Um, so... I get it. He, he dubbed himself ScoMo because... That's oh, what he, he... Yeah. He called He's himself a self-imposed... Oh, uh, 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 lame. Uh, thing that everyone swallowed up because, oh yeah, that's cool. We can, you know... Anyway. Um, so it's... Um, yeah, specifically for president, uh, or in this case, prime, prime minister. Prime minister. Remember to change your oil at each prime minister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <coughs> That's a good one. Um, okay, what so. What was the one you, you posted something uh, ages back, last time or something. Yeah, I, yeah, so basically. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last time this, this happened in Australia, <laughs> can you believe it's happened before? <laughs> um, there, uh, there was a meme that was like, uh, it was Drew Carey from Whose Lines It Anyway. That's it, that's it. Go for it, go And for it, it says, um, it says, Welcome to Australia. Where, <laughs> where what was it? <laughs> Welcome to Australia. Where voting's compulsory and the, no. uh, uh, votes don't matter. <laughs> yeah, so, yes, because, like, you know, in the, 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 ga- the shtick of the, the, the show, Whose Line is like, where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yeah. And this one's like, you know, where voting's compulsory and the votes don't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, so. It's so bad. It's so bad. And yeah, yeah. And Phil shared it this week. And I was just like, I lost my shit. I was like, <laughs> I did that. I did that. I used that like three years ago. Oh, and it's coming back again. So, yeah, that's yeah. It, that's it. So bad. It's bad when a meme can have new life. Mm. But yeah, when we <laughs> thought up of this question last week, though, we had no idea. We had this no idea happen. this was happening. Very interesting the, the, time. The funny thing is, just super quickly, though, is we don't vote for Prime Minister. We vote... For the party. Party, yeah. But what the biggest problem with this is, especially with liberals, is with Labour, everyone is the same sort of thing. So if someone else is in, it really doesn't matter because their policies will stay the same. Mm -hmm. Liberals, everyone's got their own little faction within the party system. So it's now a case of we are essentially got a different liberal Flavor of liberals. Yeah. Anyway. And they don't sound too good. They don't sound good at all. No. But. Um, but. We're talking. Speaking of villains. We're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Which villain would you vote for PM and why? Yes. Kendall, what's your gut reaction? Well. <coughs> well, well, well. Um, oh, I'm, Moriarty. <laughs> Elementary. Yeah, um, bit of a bit of a, uh, a long one there, but if you... <laughs> no, 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 no. Moriarty's a good villain. Um, no, I would. I, I'm. Look, I should have probably put. Actually, oh, I don't know. I probably should have put more thought into this because. Would I, you like me to go first? I'm pretty. No, no, no. Because like, I'm pretty much just gonna spitball and yeah. just say what my answer is because I'm just gonna be me. Mm-hmm. I would vote for Loki. Of course. <laughs> and because everyone's expecting me to say that as well. And of course, I'm going to say it. Um, and why though? Because why? It's like, you know, I can't be like, because he's super hard. Uh, I can't say that. That's terrible. But, but like, it's true. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, his policies would be one thing one week and another another. God of chaos. It just... It would be all over the shop. It'd be all over the shop. But like, it would depend... get done. And it would depend on like... Uh, 
Isn't which it chaotic enough as it is. Which yeah, <laughs> it would depend on you know which kind of uh, time, you know, point in time Loki would be. You know, in charge because like if it was Loki in Avengers, it would be really dictatory. Because yeah. he's just coming to Earth, wanting to rule over everybody, wanting mm. to make everyone kneel and stuff. Like that's, you know, seems very much your dictatorship. But then, like, you get to Thor Ragnarok, and he's like, um, <laughs> you know, he's like freaking um, just laying about on his couch, eating grapes, watching performing arts mm. about himself. Um, you know, ma- masquerading as somebody else. Um, but you know. Everyone at that point seemed to be enjoying themselves and Mm. nobody seemed to have any kind of qualms apart from the fact that Thor rocks up and he's like, the nine realms are in chaos. There's war everywhere. And you're sitting here on your couch eating grapes. Like, you know, like, yeah. So, oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, like, you know, I guess it would definitely be if it was that version of Loki on the throne or, or, as prime minister, as president, then it would be fun. Fair enough. And he's nice to look at, so there's that too. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I would be first lady. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> Phil? I would vote Scar. Yeah? From The Lion King. Explain. As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. he... All he wants, his main platform, is that of feeding an underclass of people. The hyenas in Pride Rock, of Pride Rock, are, um, are second-class citizens. Yeah. And they're treated as such. Well, yeah, him and his, all these other, you know, evil lions. They're all... Uh, Mufasa rules simply through fear. Don't give me any of this circle of life BS... His whole shtick is that he eats his subjects. Just straight up eats his subjects and then has some cock and bull story about and then we become the grass and we get... No, that is not an equal system. Now, I'm not suggesting Scar is better than that, but Scar at least wants equality for all. He works on a very socialist platform. He merely says to those hyenas, stick with me and you'll never go hungry again. How poorly have they been treated? I want a president, a prime minister, who thinks of the little, of the little guys. Yeah, fair enough. Now, I said this to a few people and they turned and said, oh yeah, but look where Pride Rock, he gets in and it becomes a nightmare. Yeah, and everyone leaves and, you know. But let's, no let's take a few little chunks out of that. First and foremost, it's a drought. Now, I, unless there are some nasty beavers up the end, other end of a river, you cannot... That drought was going to happen under Mufasa or Scar. Scar could not... Is, none of those lions are in charge of the weather. That's a really good point. Yeah, that drought was coming. I mean, it's... It's purely done for the look of what's going on in to the ma- film. Yeah, no, of course. Because but if you film. take it into the real but world... But if you took it into real... Yeah, you're that right. That drought was going to come regardless. Oh. Secondly... Oh, my God. The, the uh, citizens of Pride Rock are so prejudiced against the hyenas that as soon as they move in, 
everyone else leaves. Yeah. That is a... That is sectarial racism right there. Yeah, very classist. Very classist. So... <laughs> this is great. I had someone say, you know, oh, well, he they, he enslaves, you know, Nala and, 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 and the, uh, the bird. What's the bird? Zazu. Uh, Zazu. But Zazu's already essentially in indentured servitude. Yeah. And... The other, the lionesses, etc., were just were family members. So already, it's a you know, it, it's a it's a um, monarchy essentially. Enslaving the supposedly you know enslaving these people is sim- no worse than anyone else has done in history mm-hmm. up until democracy started becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Ruling classes will hold on to the people who are in the structure. And keep them alive if they work for them, or get rid of them if they're going to cause trouble. He decides to, even though they're causing trouble, keep them around. Keep them in their cushy positions. Yeah, yeah. All they have to do now is go and help find more food. Yeah. Now, I'm not... I... You know, you can't. he can't be blamed for everyone leaving through racism and then... A, a bloody drought happening, that's not on him. You know? I heard someone say, you know, oh, oh, but he, it's, it's like that because he's eaten everyone. Oh, well, they seem to come back pretty damn quickly when Simba's in power, don't they? So it's not like everyone's actually eaten. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think someone who thinks for the people obviously has a, a, a strong. You know, plan for um, the the working class, the underclass, um, and I think if it hadn't been for the drought, could have had a very strong uh, base. If it weren't for, um, yeah, essentially, essentially the world turning okay. against him. All right. Ooh, excuse me. Um, no, oh, no. Sorry, I'll wake you up. No, or... no, 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 no. Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's been a long day. It has. It has. For us both. Yes, for us both. Um, no, very good argument. Yeah, I like it. It's <laughs> very one of the few impressed. Times I've had something actually prepared. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm very impressed. It's very good. All right, so that's our answers, everybody. Now we want to know about what? yours. Yes, we want to know who you think should rule over us all. If I ruled the world, <laughs> every day would be first of spring. Um, Lovely. Fulia Fulia Katamachi says, I don't know who to vote for. Because there are so many villains. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Each villain has a different quality about uh, them, and no matter which way you go, there's always high chance of you dying during their time. <laughs> also, villains <laughs> never give up the throne to hand it over to someone else because they are all greedy for the power. Ironic, right? Hashtag Delfred. Mm. Mm. Again, you're not wrong, but the spirit of the question. (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. uh, I I like that's a good answer for you. Good job. All right. Bethany Griffiths has a very long answer, which is very cool. Um, She says, um, unsurprisingly, I'm going for Dracula. Yay. Uh, when alive, he was a great leader and led his people to victory many times. His biggest downfall was the way time ravaged his mind. On the other hand, I could go Trevor from Vampire Kisses. 
He was just a guy stuck in the cruel constraints of high school life. Sure, he made one girl's life hell, and sure, he secretly, not so secretly, had a giant boner for her, and he sure got a memorial tattoo of said girl, even though, at the time, she was happily engaged. What I'm saying is, he was 17, and the worst he did was bully someone cleanly, no sexual advances, nothing dubious. He'd be the easiest to mould to the position. Bowser is actually a great choice, too. He already runs his own kingdom, mm-hmm. and the biggest beef that he uh, that he has is that he wants to marry Princess Peach, and that might even just be to get to Mario. Do I smell a secret crush on the red plumber himself? <laughs> nice. I love it. Good Hashtag answers. Bowerio. <laughs> what? Bowerio. I'm trying to do one of shipping. Oh, oh shipping things. Bowerio. Yep. Bowerio. Bowerio. Mario, 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 Yeah, let's Mauser. Mauser. There you go, Mauser. Locked it in. Um, yeah, good answers. I like the idea of Dracula as well. Definitely. Um, I don't know who Trevor is, so I nope. po- I apologize immensely. Um, but that sounds really interesting, and I I want to know who Trevor is. Mm. Um, but yeah, Bowser's also a good choice. Yes, I like it. Good. Very good. Great. Next up's my dad. Yay, my Malcolm. dad instead of my mum for once. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> you're gonna have to be a short-lived villain. One that, at first look, everyone would say, "I like him." Followed <laughs> very quickly by, "Well, he filled me. He's a jerk." So maybe, no, no, no villain could live up to our politicians. <laughs> <laughs> Tip shame, Mr. Hunter. <laughs> Very well said. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's fun. It's good. I like it. I like it. Well, I like it. Thank you very much. Um, Carrie Turpy. Hey. Hello, Carrie. She says, Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Uh, he would get things built, employment of multiple dark agents, and you can always work out what he was up to because he tells you on camera. Yes. Yep. Correct. Next time, Gadget. Next time. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah, no, good choice. I like it. <laughs> Very well done. Mm. Thank you, Kerry. Liam Jolliffe says, Darth Vader. He's a strong leader who believes in serving the people rather than serving his own self-interest. I'd question that with the new comic books coming out, but that all aside, yeah, he's definitely a strong villain. Mm. Um, One of the classics. Yep. Uh, definitely a strong leader. Um, the Empire, yeah, the Empire can be argued that they are just trying to make order out of chaos. Um, mm. He does rule through fear, and I do believe he has. he's not as selfless as people seem to think he is. But, yeah, I think he'd be a strong leader. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, he would, you know. And plus, if you didn't like his policies, he'd just force choke you. Yeah, so. exactly. You wouldn't have to worry about it for long. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> That's great. Uh, thank you, Liam. Um, next, we have Peter Sutton. Not to be confused with Peter Dutton. Yeah. <laughs> I saw uh, he- I'm sorry, Peter. Oh. I saw your name and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So close. Yeah. So close. Um, I'm sure you're a much better person. <laughs> um, Ernst Stavro Blofeld. 
He seems to be a good organizer and his organization generally appears to be efficient. He's obviously a feline lover like the ancient Egyptians and would appeal to animal lovers. So much easier to remember our leaders and the hierarchy. Hier ugh, I can't speak. Hierarchy. Hierarchical. Hierarchical. Yeah, I guess that's how you would say it. I don't know why I'm having trouble with that. Usually I'm good with words. <laughs> Hierarchical structures when they go by number one, number two, number three. <laughs> no mm. need to work out if leader of the house is ranked above chief whip or leader in the Senate. Trying to work out if education is higher than attorney general or not is solved by the, the numerical system. Yes. Very plainly stated. Yes, I like that. I like it too. It's good. Who is Bl Blofeld? He's uh, one of the most iconic James Bond villains. James Bond, there you go. Yeah, yeah. He literally, <laughs> literally, Doctor Evil was inspired from now, him. Now, when I read this comment, I got the image of Doctor Evil, yeah. and um, Kirsten informed me, "No, Gosh. that's not uh, Doctor Evil's name. Doctor Evil's called Doctor Evil." I'm like, oh. I'm gonna then. see if there's a side by side picture I can show Phil to blow his mind. Uh, Blofeld. Uh, Blofeld. Dr. Evil. Hmm. There you go. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So I'm pretty sure Blofeld was the uh, the one who had had um, Bond on the, the, the table laser. with the laser. Yep. And also with the piranhas in the tank. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he was like... No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. I'm pretty sure that was him as well. Yep. I could be very wrong. I have not actually seen Dr. No or any of the other no, ones that Blofeld is in. Um, Finally. But that's all right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Peter. Finally, we have Lachlan Rhodes, who says, Palpatine 2020. And no reason why. Do but, it. But, yeah, do it. Do it. Execute order 2020. <laughs> I will play. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no. No, good. Yeah, no, good. good one. I mean, he, you know, fits the bill. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he, over Darth Vader, if we're going down, like what yeah. I said before about the Empire and stuff. That's true. I mean, he was the one, one running right. the show. That's it. Go, he, he used his, to get shit done. used his position to get into further positions of power yeah. and then take over as a gigantic Sith Lord. Exactly. So, yeah, pros and cons. Um, oh, certainly. <laughs> cool. No, I like it. Good answer. Thanks, Lachlan. And thank you, everyone, Thank for you, everybody. Answers. They were really cool answers. Thank you so much. Yay. Yay. Next week. Next week's question. Now, I have taken Kendall a little bit by surprise here because I realised we... Um, didn't have a question. No, we didn't. And I actually came up with one too. So I wrote, okay, and I wrote it down. Okay, okay. We're gonna are we gonna decide on air which one? Are yeah, we, we're we're decide do, on air which one. We're gonna do. What was you mine yours? was what movie would you like a prequel to? Ooh, mine was what game do you hate and why? Ooh. Ooh. Shall we rock paper scissors on, on air? And then whoever Best. loses ne is next week. The what like the one then, after? Then. Right. Best of one. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. Ah, yes. Kendall's got it. So, I am victorious. <laughs> I am the lizard queen. I am the lizard queen. I've even got a, I've even got a blanket. I Yay. am the lizard queen. So, would you like to read out again? Oh, I will. What your question My is? question and the question for next week's yes. popcorn culture is: uh, What movie would you like a prequel to? Very nice. And to get more specific, I'm open. 
and we are open to taking yeah. responses that involve either prequel TV series yep. as well as movies. Yep. Uh, take your pick. Take your pick. If you think there's a big story there that could be explored in a TV show or yeah. a miniseries or just a, or, or a smaller story in a movie, go nuts. We want to hear it. Prequels next week. Yeah. Hashtag tell Fred. Hashtag tell Fred. Yay! Beautiful. Right. What's up with Fred? What's happening? Yes. Collectible chaos. Yes. It's been a busy week. Um, my side of the Fred s- stuff. Um, yeah. We, Fully and I came together as we do once a month to film a new episode of Collectible Chaos, mm-hmm. which we'll be dropping during the week. I'm very excited about it um, yeah. because this Wednesday is none other than mm. Michael Jackson's 60th birthday. Very nice. Um, so, and as I'm making a tradition of, uh, every o- end of August, I do a MJ-related uh, top 10. Um, nice. And this, I am going to announce now, mm-hmm. uh, it is my top 10 favorite live performances ah, of Michael nice. Jackson. Nice uh, of course, one of the most legendary entertainers of all time. And, uh, you know, it seemed very fitting for a top 10 list. And we had a lot of fun filming it. And um, there's even some magic in there at the end. Beautiful. We were very proud of it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So that's going to be up on the YouTube channel. So look out for that uh, on Tuesday. Um, and then also we're recording a new monthly this week. Ooh. It's monthly time, guys. Get excited. And the question, in case you haven't seen it uh, on the social media, is uh, what is your favorite film uh, score or soundtrack? Um, I think we're doing TV shows as well. I'm not sure. But yeah, basically soundtrack yeah, or film score. Soundtrack? Yeah. yeah, that's the question. Um, use Tell Winifred, hashtag Tell Winifred, so we can find... Your answers. Yay. So that's that's it for me. What about you? Yeah. Um, well, for me, just more um, incompetent gamers. Check Lovely. us out on Mondays. I think we're making it a little later now. Um, so that Bethel's can jump in with us now that she's settled into a job. Great. Um, so at the, the trio is back. Uh, Monday uh, from... Ooh, uh, Monday from 5 till 6... Uh, Eastern Standard? What are we? Australian yeah, Eastern Standard? Yeah, Australian. Yep, correct. Yep. Um, so join us on YouTube and yep. Sharpie on Twitch TV. Lovely. Yes. Great. That's awesome. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all from us then. That's all right. All right. That's a wrap on this episode. That, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Friend. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred Allen Follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website www.fredthealingproductions.com and follow the links <laughs> to our web bubble where you can get t-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor, bags and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs with our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister featuring Unibums, Incompetent Games, Collectible Chaos, Fred Watch, Beta Test, Amusing Musings and our live stage shows such as The Writer and Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning Ooh. I've been a Kendall Richardson I've been a Phil Hunting and, and you just experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred episode 32 32 in the new money 32 in the new money give it up counting the old money we have old money's been exchanged it's into the new oh, nice shiny new money yeah we've switched from pounds to, to the dollar 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 
Remember to eat beef. <laughs> remember to eat beef. And remember to vote villain number one. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. Did you write that? I didn't write that. I didn't write that. Ooh. Ooh. We have a ghost writer. Oh my. Remember to vote for them. Yes. Okay.